Released back in May of 3rd, 2005, this game would go on to change something at Microsoft. Microsoft was essentially the new version of the Genesis. In a world where PlayStation exists, and the Genesis no longer exists, Xbox was there. Microsoft wanted to get in on the action. They wanted to bring back the American portion of the video game marketplace. Where Atari had left us, Microsoft brought it. And they brought it with Halo. And now they're going to bring it again to really show PlayStation that we're an adult video game system. We want to go after all of your top shit. And on May 3rd, 2005, this happened as Microsoft released for the Xbox Forza Motorsport. This competitor to the Gran Turismo franchise was here and it was bringing it. And today, Autolux is bringing you to the Forza Motorsport world. Autolux Podcast coming to you anytime, anywhere from around the globe on any major streaming site from Autolux.net. Well, welcome to the Autolux.net Podcast. I am your host, as always, the Dr. T. Automotive Industry, Mr. Everett J. Coming to you from our main production company, Ecom Entertainment, Feedspot.com, our major streaming provider, Podbeam.com, and on one of the world's greatest automotive sites for you to find every major corporation around the world in the automotive world, our site, Autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out, and I'm sure you will find some Something from the automotive world that you have always asked yourself when is that car show where can i design my own cool aftermarket cars for free how many divisions does honda have around the world and what does toyota sell in japan that we don't have you can find it on the autolux.net website so like i said in the intro may 3rd 2005 was a pretty big day it was the day that microsoft released forza motorsport into the world developed by turn 10 studios a then division of Microsoft Game Studios, which was initially set up in 2001, they set out to develop a brand new series of racing games for the Xbox system. Microsoft wanted a competitor to Gran Turismo series, and in 2001, they said to themselves, how is Sony still top shit in the world? What do they have that we don't? Fucking Halo was awesome! And they wanted something better. Gran Turismo is essentially one of the games that set PlayStation on the map. Because before that, yeah, we had Wipeout. But really, what big games before Gran Turismo did they have? Well, they did manage to get Squaresoft away from their Nintendo days and released Final Fantasy. Gran Turismo set the stage. They wanted to make racing games completely different for people around the world. And if you go back and check it out, Autolux did one in our very first season about the Gran Turismo world which was created around it. You find it on the Autolux podcast. Any of our major streaming sites will have it. Called Gran Turismo World. Go check it out. Well, after this one. So Microsoft wanted to show off what their new technology for the Xbox could do against the PlayStation 2. Xbox wanted to broaden their appeal into the racing sim world. As not just to alienate the average racer, but they wanted to give something else that hadn't been done since Sega did it with the Sega GT game for the Dreamcast. Xbox wanted to do it. And they saw that when Sega did this, they gained a foothold into an amazing racing market. But like we said, Xbox wanted to broaden the appeal past the racing sim world. So they didn't want to just give you a racing sim, they wanted to give you a racing game. Forza brought in more of the car culture appeal to the sim racing world. But why did they do this? They did this so they didn't just appeal to the racing sim world. They wanted to appeal to everyone in the racing video game world. And like we said, they brought more car culture appeal. Forza wasn't just about trying to showcase some cool cars off and go racing in them. Forza was about even more. 
To reduce the creation time to create Forza initially, Turn 10 turns to companies' CAD models. So they didn't just go through like Sony initially did and scan each and every car, taking hundreds of pictures and getting as much information as possible to put it in there. At that time, they just called up Daimler Chrysler and said, Yeah, uh, Dice Resorts, can you just send us the CAD models of all your cars? We want to add them into this amazing motorsport game. And we want to save time. We want to go up against Gran Turismo, but we want to make it more fun for the average race car driver. And they said, what's in it for us? And I said, give us the cars you want to make look good. Unlike Gran Turismo, Forza makes the cars look good. Gran Turismo gives you the reality of those vehicles in the real world. Why do you think Ferrari doesn't want to be part of Gran Turismo? Because Ferrari wants their cars to look like gods among men. Forza could do that because they know if they want Ferrari in their game, they could gain more appeal to the average video racing game driver. Why would I want to play Gran Turismo when you know I can get a rough, but I can't get my Porsche? Or I could find a Lotus, but I can't get a Lamborghini. I'm missing some of the best ones. Well, before this, it would take four people six months to create one vehicle. So when you think about Gran Turismo, they put tons of hours to do theirs. Well, Forza just does it in a lot less time. Forza Motorsport was released in 2005, like we said. The initial game featured 231 cars, 15 racetracks with real-world and even fictional racetracks inclusive of it. They allowed for the effects of damage on the cars, performance as well as paint jobs, and the decal editor. That's a lot for one racing game, especially in their first hit. Like, we get it, Sega GT had that, but Sega had a massive pull behind them. Microsoft didn't, especially in the racing game world. Forza had it. But Forza thought we can go one step further. With new games like Grand Theft Auto, with a real-world environment, Forza said, I want that, and I want it for video games. In 2012, Forza Horizon was released as the entry into the world, or open world, of racing existed. So it featured the physics of Forza 4. Turn 10 teamed up with Playground Games to help develop the Horizon series. And as of 2018, Playground Games has become part of the Microsoft Games Studio. Horizon was released to go up against, like we said, real world games. And turning to not just somebody who specializes in this, somebody who is dedicated to this open world environment. And that's what Playground Games brought to the Forza experience. Besides this, Forza has had many different iterations across time. Forza 2, May 29, 2007, with 349 cars, 23 circuits. It added customization into the series, which expanded exponentially. A slight change over the original. Forza 3, October 27, 2009, more cars, 51 more vehicles, making it 400 cars from 50 manufacturers, 100 racetrack variations. And then SUVs and stock cars made their debut. Drag racing and drifting were added into the career mode with 250 events. Forza 3 is massive. 2 just upgraded, but 3 hit it head on and said, Hey, this is MF good. We're not just going to make this video game great. We're going to make it even better. But how do we make it better for the next time? October 22nd, 2011, Forza 4 hits the market with Jeremy Clarkson doing commentary on the Auto Vista mode. Commentary. Jeremy Clarkson doing commentary on these things. Holy F. Everybody knows who Jeremy Clarkson is by 2011. Top Gear Television. God's sakes, he's the host who's not afraid to say it as it is. And they got him? I guess, yeah, that's cool. At this point, for Forza 4, you can now use a sensor to turn your head to see from side to side inside the cockpit vision. Oh 
my god, my head is fucking blown. When I saw this feature out there, I'm like, this makes it better. Because I don't know how many times I said video games. I'm looking at a flat screen, so I'm only looking directly right on. If I could see what's beside me, maybe then I wouldn't run into people. And everybody always says, well, when you're driving in a real car, yeah, you only see like that. I said, yeah. But how many times do you turn your head, check the mirrors? Like you're supposed to every few seconds. Mirror check, mirror check, mirror check, mirror check, mirror check, mirror check, mirror check. Like... You're looking at the road, but every few seconds, you should be checking at least one of your mirrors. And number four did that. Jeremy Clarkson's on it. And now I can see what's beside me. November 22nd, 2013. Two years, one month to the day. Hosts Richard Hammond and James May pop in to do commentary with Jeremy Clarkson on Force of Five. With five comes a new drive avatar, which collects racing data, which was entered into this variation. Drive Data is this brand new program developed at Microsoft Research Cambridge to adapt to the player's driving. This is a cloud-based system for online gaming. The Drive Stars track the player's car position and speed and the consistency of the behavior and guess their turn angle and speed for a given segment. Basically, this thing watches you drive and gives you advice on your driving style. Or Gran Turismo before will tell you the braking distances. Or like Rally, tell you the corner and how, how much you're going into it. This thing freaking watched you race and gave you advice for your driving style. This thing basically said, and Microsoft basically said, we want to give you advice on your driving style. We don't want you to become an effing robot. So by playing those racing games and playing Gran Turismo, there's select times to get things done. So it's basically saying, this is what we pre-programmed in as being the best rate. You got to hit it. Okay. But not everybody drives the same. It's like in the real world, not everybody is the exact same as the person next to them. You could be a twin and not be the exact same as your twin. Gran Turismo was saying everybody was that twin. Forza was saying, no, everybody is different from the other person. And with Drive Stars, this AI program is similar to that of the original chess game. Remember Zybart? You couldn't beat the damn thing because it knew every move in every direction you can go. Well, this new Drive Stars AI-based system has looked and seen all kinds of different driver's habits to see what the greatest outcome would come after it. This would make it amazing. It's basically saying, Ayrton Senna did this. You're so close, but if you adjust this way, you can do it with the way you're driving. Wow. Effing mind blown, man. Fortunately, it's only for the online series, so it's not pre-programmed into the game, but it is still an amazing feature. September 15, 2015, Forza 6 comes out. Introduced with an enhanced gameplay and racing in the rain or at night. I remember seeing the videos for this thing when it originally came out. And racing in the rain, you see the droplets literally hitting the windshield. Similar to that of the real world. Added to that, the fact that I could turn my head from side to side and see inside my cockpit as I'm racing in the rain in the dark. Oh my god, it is fucking amazing. I could see everything. It's like being in the real car. How many people have said that? I want to. I want it to look real. Gran Turismo tried to make it real in the original one with, you know, light damage, tearing up your tires. And people said, let's make it a racing sim with... I don't want the realism. <laughs> I believe video games to escape reality, not to become part of it. It soon changed its online ranking system called Leagues, which match players based on their skill level in game modifying cars. So what does that mean? It means it's not like, you know, I saw a meme the other day. It says, you know, Need for Speed, their very first level, they give you like the, you know, the Nissan Versa and you're all against Lamborghinis. It's saying we're not going to stick you with all those Lamborghinis. They can help you know, make you better, but when you're in these leagues racing each other, you're racing against somebody who rides on a similar basis as you. Somebody different, not somebody above your skill level. 
level. We want you to race against people on your skill level. Until you move up, you're going to be against, racing against these people. Kind of makes it a little more fair. It's like, you know, saying to a six-year-old, hey, you're playing in the NHL right now. <laughs> you ain't going to do it. <laughs> number six, increase the number of racers to 24, adding another amount of vehicles to it. 460 vehicles and 26 tracks. Well, Force of Six is moving up, but not in the way it once did before. Two years later, yet again, number seven comes out. October 3rd, 2017. The return to Maple Valley Raceway nearly doubled the amount of cars to 830 cars altogether. 700 with the game and another 130 for downloading. So nearly doubling the amount of vehicles. This was epic. 830 vehicles? Gran Turismo has never done that? Wow. But where can they go from here? Ooh. Well, they could set out on New Horizons. Forza 2 Horizon 2 is set in southern France and Italy. Introduces a dynamic weather and lighting systems similar to that of Forza 6. Forza Horizon number 3. September 27, 2016. Set in Australia. It included a deep pockets of water with 350 vehicles and the first expansion added to this so you can actually get expansions so you can do even more when you get bored of the game included snow area and eight new vehicles now what would you create these expansions for well if you take a look at grand theft auto 5 how long has the damn thing been out almost as long as my son has been around this world how can you make a game like that more fun because when you beat the game, you're done the game, and you move on. Huh. They added an expansion. Its second expansion included a theme around Hot Wheels. Remember Forza 3 to Hot Wheels? This added Thrilltopia, in which allowed for Hot Wheels orange tracks to be set up like a playground, inclusive of corkscrews, jumps, and loops. You can make your own Hot Wheels track. Well, that's effing amazing. Introduction to a child-themed racing games to get younger audience into the Forza series. Now, why would anyone want to do that? Why would you want to get all these kids in these games? Well, why not? These kids are playing with their Wii, and, you know, they only got little racing games. Forza is big. Where can we go that we haven't been before? Was it the kid market? By adding Hot Wheels, they did that. Now I'm racing Hot Wheels car. You could even race with twin pipes. One of the most famous Hot Wheels cars of all time. From here, Forza Horizon 4 came out in 2018, set in parts of England and Scotland with 450 vehicles, an extra 100, and 100 manufacturers. They had a four-season scheme that rotated on a weekly basis, making it so to change constantly. Forza 4 also added the LEGO Speed Champions, a separate game with playable LEGO Champion vehicles. You ever seen the LEGO Speed Champions? I got one behind me in the Lamborghini Countach. They're fun, they're cool. And they added them into a game, and they made them look like LEGO. That is cool. This adds a whole new element of something that our competition still has never done. And the coolest thing that they did is they actually had brick damage and the visibility of being inside of a Lego car. November 9th, 2021. Set in Mexico, Forza Horizon 5. Changed yet again. Parts of the map have their own weather which rotates seasonally and with spin-offs like Forza Street. Forza Horizon 5 set the new stage like seasonal does that mean when i'm playing this game in the winter i'm playing literal winter <laughs> well being set in mexico would be a little different <laughs> 2018 we saw the introduction of forza street it features quick short street races made for the handheld systems i actually had this game funny thing is, is i got it right near the end but why it was ranked by Forza as one of the worst Forza games of all time due to its tedious gameplay, oversimplistic controls, and freemium running model. On April 11, 2022, Forza Street for handheld devices was shut down. 
I actually had this game, and I didn't realize it shut down. I thought they were just doing an update or making a new one, but I remember playing it. And seriously, it wasn't the greatest game in the world. Only one set screen, very simplistic. Like like they said, tedious gameplay. I didn't play it that much. I started playing the Need for Speed Underground. But even that has gotten tedious. Handheld market hasn't been really good to Forza or even Gran Turismo. Making your game dynamics into a new type of system where you're not in control? It's probably a reason why companies like CSR are heating up in the racing world. Somebody like Ken Block racing for CSR Racing now. Well, up until his previous death. Handheld systems seem to be going towards specific games. Need for Speed is one of the only ones that has really hit the handheld system market. Well, but their game still doesn't do that great due to its complexity, how the, the longevity of actually being able to get parts or cars you want. It's just, it's long and the same things over and over again. At least CSR changes up some of the stuff during the day. So having to compete in a world that's so quickly changing, Forza has decided to pull their street version and just focus right on Forza for the Xbox. With over 16 million copies sold by 2021, Forza is initially the sixth best-selling racing game franchise of all time. That's huge. From this little thing where Xbox said, I want to go up against PlayStation and I want to take them down at the heels. Forza made it to six. Now, if they managed to get their Forza Street version working a lot better, their number six could probably move up. Forza is notable for employing one of the longest running applications of machine learning in the gaming world as its AI developed system to track your movements and give you advice on your racing dynamics. Yeah, this is a notable program code. Today, Forza has become one of the more notable names in the racing sim world. Still seen as more of a player's game than an actual racing sim, Forza has still made a name for itself. It has one of the best lists of vehicles out of any companies not found on Gran Turismo. So if you're looking for a competitor and you want something for your Xbox that you can't get, Forza Motorsport is the game for you. It will give you more than what you can get on Gran Turismo along with a similar driving style. Gran Turismo is still winning this battle, but again with Forza looking at the handheld marketplace, they may have a few more tricks up their sleeve and they may be able to topple this great one at one point in time. For now, Forza is just going to have to look at it and say, we've had some good laughs and we've created some amazing things in our past. We've given the people the things that we know they would love to do and have. For that, we are grateful. And even though we haven't toppled Gran Turismo, today, the variation of players that we have compared to them is at a broader range. We have kids playing with Lego cars all the way up to the dedicated you know, midlife crisis gamer. We hit them all. We don't just focus on one. We give everybody a racing game. So in the end, do we really need Forza in the video game world? Yeah, Xbox needs something. I get it, they got Project Gotham Racing, but you know, Forza is it. When you think of a Gran Turismo competitor, you think of Forza. It is a game that will be here for quite some time, and if they can actually get their, Forza, like we said, the Forza Street system back up and running and doing properly against products like CSR Racing and Need for Speed, maybe, just maybe, Forza might be able to take down the behemoth of Gran Turismo. But unfortunately, they're losing the race at bringing their own movie out because Gran Turismo was about to do that this year. So yes, and in the end, we do need Forza because everybody needs another good racing game. Whereas Sega gave us the GT to go up against Gran Turismo, Xbox and Microsoft have created Forza. 
So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on it on any of the major social feeds or streaming sites you can find the Outlook podcast on around the world. We are on over 44 major streaming sites around the globe in nearly 50 countries around the world. Can you find the Outlook podcast? Any of the major sites you can find us on. We'll be there. Leave us a comment. Share us. What help get Outlook podcast to the next level with it we can make even better content and we can even get into more in-depth programming which you would like to hear from us so help support the autolux podcast cause and get us out there and tell us what you think of it want to get a hold of everett j send him an email at email at autolux.net you can talk to everett j himself he will send you an email back have an idea or something you'd wish to talk about? Send us an email there as well. And after you're done doing that, and after you're helping us getting this podcast out into the world, stop by the Autolux.net website, take a look around, check out some of the corporate websites, and play a few of the automotive games and builders that we have available to you through the Autolux.net help pages. So for myself, Edward J, and the whole Autolux.net team here, strap yourself in for this one gaming ride that Forza is going to take us on.